The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello and welcome to the Hockey News Action Show. I am Connor Somerville, or producer Connor as you may know me, filling in for Jacob Stoller while he is on holiday. And with me as always is the legend that is George Nasios. George, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. How are you doing? Good, good. Full slate of hockey today after uh, that uh, lone winter classic yesterday. So feeling uh, pretty good and raring to go. Hopefully with some winners. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, yeah we'll see hopefully you don't pull a team canada uh <laughs> let's start off with a team that should have let one of their players play with team canada in the boston bruins at the columbus blue jackets <sighs> would have been good to have adam fantilli there but alas here we are what do we need to know about columbus and boston would have been good to have him there but as uh he's shown in his uh Last few weeks of the season, he's probably too good to be there. He's, I mean, arguably, no offense, Johnny Johnny Hockey, but he might be their best forward. So uh, I'm liking the bo- wow. Blue Jackets to keep this pl- close here. Yeah, I don't know what's up with Johnny Hockey. He's not the same yeah. since he left Cal- Calgary. Um, but um, I like the Blue Jackets to keep it close. I'm not taking them to win, but I like them on the puck line. They're at home. Um, they're paying 1.78 to 1 to keep it to either win or keep it within two goals so as long as they don't lose by two goals to or more if you pick them on the puck line plus 1.5 they're paying 1.78 to one they've been much more competitive lately only once in their last six games have they lost by two goals or more they've collected points in five of their last six games forced they had a couple ot losses so i think they'll play this boston team pretty tight um, they lost 3-1 in their last meeting, but they did beat them earlier in their first matchup of the year, and they went to overtime in their previous meeting last season. So I think they'll keep it close. Um, Boston hasn't exactly ac- hasn't exactly been destroying teams on the road this year. They're three, they lost three of their six road games in December. So I think this will be a tighter one than maybe some people expect, and that's where I see the value. Interesting. And you, I don't know if you mentioned, do you have an Adam Fantilli Calder bet potentially? Uh, look, I mean, I'm not advising anybody to bet against Connor <laughs> Bedard in the Calder race right now. I think he's, uh, that's a risky he, bet right there. He's kind of running away from it, but kind of flying under the radar. Adam Fantilli's second in scoring to Bedard amongst rookies right now. His odds are 21 to one at bet MGM to win the Calder. So I mean, it might not be too risky to take a flyer on. Look, I mean, I never wish injury on anything, anybody, but if Bedard gets hurt and it's out for two months, somebody else will likely win the Calder. Uh, Connor McDavid did did win the Calder in his rookie year. It's about to say, look at the Connor McDavid year. Yeah, I obviously don't hope that happens, and Connor Bedard is definitely, you know, he's definitely number one with a bullet right now, but 21 to 1 odds. It's pretty good. And I also actually like a player prop in this game tonight. Ivan Provorov to get 
under 0.5 points. So, so basically to be held pointless is paying 1.6 to 1. Uh, huh. I think he's got a couple points here and there in his last few games, but he's been held pointless in 10 of his last 13 games. So those seem like pretty sweet odds. Nobody ever looks at unders. I think there's a lot of money to be made on unders because people usually bet on their team and players they like to get over. But I like that under bet here for a defenseman not to get a point tonight. He's been pointless in 10 of 13 games. I like that 1.6 to 1. So watch out for that as well. Everybody likes to see success stories. They don't like to see failure. So, yeah, you know, true. Hey, I'm a casualty true. of that too. I also like 90% of the time I bet overs, especially in payer, player props. But there's money to be made if you're looking at some unders. Very possibly. All right, let's go to our next game. Carolina at the New York Rangers. This is going to be a bit of a heavyweight between two really good teams. Yeah, yeah. Carolina has kind of picked their play up of as of late. And uh, they've also been getting, should I say, good goaltending or some goaltending? Because to start the Any season... Any goaltending is probably... Exactly. Yeah, they've yeah. been getting... And some goaltending because they weren't getting any to start the season. So um, I like the under here. These are two known as two defensive squads, although as we spoke about with Carolina with the lack of goaltending, they weren't hitting the under too often earlier in the season. But in their last three head-to-head meetings, these, these teams have always gone under six goals, and that's where the line betting line is set tonight. Under six, six goals, paying 1.83 to 1. They Carolina's given up uh, seven... Sorry, they've given up 2.7 goals per game over their last 10. So like we said, they've stabilized that goaltending position. Yeah. The Rangers are the seven best defensive team in the league. They allowed just 17 goals in their last eight games. So the Rangers are allowing only 2.13 goals per game in their last eight. So that's that's where I see this one headed. Tough to pick who's going to win between a Carolina team that's picking it up and a very good Rangers team at home. So I like under six goals here. All right. Uh I think he had player props, right? Or I no, you had a parlay to watch out for. Parlay. I like yeah. I like the Rangers to win at home. You move the over under line to six and a half goals and take Chris Kreider to score, who's always a decent yeah. bet to it. I mean, at least 50-50 if or not better to pick Chris Kreider to score. So those three bets parlay together at Bet MGM. Rangers to win under six point five goals and Chris Kreider to score at least one goal. That'll pay you seven to one. And a sneaky future bet to watch out for. Igor Shosturkin has yep. actually Jonathan Quick's played better than Igor Shosturkin <laughs> in the Rangers net this year, but yep. there's over half the season left. He's paying 15 to one in the Vesna Trophy odds. He's been a pretty solid, pretty spectacular goalie ever since he joined the league. That's one of those bets that long term, with over half the season to go, watch out for Shosturkin. Their 15 to one odds are pretty good. They're not bad. I'm just checking on BetMGM. I'd love to see what Jonathan Quick's odds are, Ooh, I don't if know they're if even they're, there. Are they going to list them? I mean, yeah. It's interesting, it's, it's, actually. He's been got, playing better. Mm-hmm. A goalie that's not playing tonight, uh, Aiden Hill, is actually, I think, up there in the Vesna odds. But I'm like, you got to play at least. To win the Vesna trophy, you better play at least 40 games. And if you don't, you better blow everybody out also out of the water. Like, you can't play 32 games and win the Vezna. That's just my opinion. I get that. Um, looking at this, yeah, uh, Hill is 11 to 1. Uh, mm-hmm. Quick. Shorter odds than Shusterkin. Not on there. So, yeah. you know, there you go. 
Yeah. My there's my sneaky bet that isn't actually possible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Let's, I'm sure there might be some sports books that offer it, but I think it's not on, on yeah. there for a reason. He probably doesn't start more than 30, 35 games this year, right? Hey, we just had this conversation, Bedard and Fantilli. Bedard yeah. goes down, or if, oh, yeah. if Sturkin goes down. Injury, yeah, that's that's a different situation. You're right. Who knows? Let's go to our next game, Washington at Pittsburgh. This has been a rivalry for years. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, one though, one it's, favorites. it's definitely not what it once was. No. Uh, that's probably putting it mildly, but both of these teams are having mild success lately. And anytime you get to see Crosby and Ovechkin play, it's entertaining. Yeah, I always used to look forward to these games, but uh, Ovechkin especially slowed down so much this year. And with yeah. with that, the Washington offense has slowed down to a crawl yeah. this season. So I like the under here, whereas a couple of years ago, this was a game I'd probably always bet the over on. I like under six goals, paying 1.83 to 1. Um, they've hit the under in three of their last four meetings. Um, Washington has hit the under in 67% of their games this season. That's that's a pretty that's, phenomenal yeah. rate. Like, that's as good as you get. And on the other hand, Pittsburgh's only gone over the betting line in 34% of their games this year. So, seems like a really good bet with these two teams matching up. Uh, Washington just can't score. They can't put the puck in the net. Ovechkin and Dylan Strom are tied for the team lead in points. They got 21 points each. If they go, their pace, they're on a pace to finish with 51 points. Can you imagine leading the team in scoring with only 51 points? So That's, yikes. <laughs> just not a lot of goals here. I mean, both are top 10 in goals against per game this season. And Washington has the second worst offense in the league. Everything is pointing to the under year. Washington has not combined with their opponent to score over six goals in any of their last eight games. So, <laughs> wow. I would bet with, with the trend here. Uh, Pittsburgh's given up just nine goals in their last five home games, so under two per game. I just feel like everything's pointed to the under here. And if you're focusing on the stars we've come to love and you're looking for some props, I like Ovechkin to fire over three and a half shots at two, two to one. I don't know. You, you can't really bet on him to score anymore, but the shots, no. him playing against Pittsburgh should get a little fired up. He should be looking to score and firing a lot of the pucks at net. I like those odds of over three and a half shots at two to one. In each of his last three games against Crosby and the Pens, he's shot at least, got registered at least four shots on net. That's an interesting one right there. We'll see if he gets up for it against his rival i guess is what we could call it at this point oh, yeah um, yeah that'll never go away right probably not no even though well yeah they're two different players uh yeah. <laughs> let's go to the evgeny dodanov game montreal <laughs> at dallas wow what, right? what are we thinking about this one okay i gave you a thunders i finally like goals in a game it's so weird kind of you know you think washington pittsburgh that's a game you think goals and i think Typically, when you think of a Dallas squad, you think of defensive-minded, really stabilized hockey. But Dallas has been so kind of fun. You know who's second in the league in scoring this season? Next to the Vancouver Canucks, who are first. It's it's not Montreal. It has to be Dallas. It's the Dallas Stars. They are second in the league in goals per game, which is 
pretty stunning to me. They're averaging yeah. 3.6 goals per game. In the month of December, they averaged over four goals per game on offense. So they averaged four goals a game in the whole or in through the month. They averaged over four goals, goals per game. And Montreal That's gives up wild. a ton of goals. They've given up at least four <laughs> goals in four of their last five. And this isn't a team you want to be playing against when you're not playing good defensive hockey. So um, when they've gone head to head, they have not fallen under the betting line in any of their last five meetings. So I just think a lot of things pointing to the over here. Dallas has been even more proficient at home. They scored 32 goals in their last six home games. So they've been averaging over five goals per game on their own at home ice. So <laughs> why wouldn't you take them here? And there's also on BetMGM, a nice little pre-built same game parlay. They've taken the liberty of doing for you. And I actually like all the bets they've laid out here. It's Dallas being the first team to score. Dallas to win by two or more, which I think they should beat the Habs handily. Yep. Dallas over 3.5 goals in the game, so they've got to score at least four. And we've just told you about how proficient they've been at home lately. And then Joe Pavelski, the ageless wonder to score. You put those all together, and they pay 4.8 to one. That's not bad. Joe Pavelski is the only one that makes me a little nervous because I feel like there may not be – he really – thrive sort of in that net battle net front battle yeah, but it's kind of a coin toss he's 50 yeah. 50 i think to get a goal yeah uh, i feel like a lot of shots are just going to beat insert goalie name here of sam montembeau or uh yeah. jake allen they're just going to beat them clean so that's an interesting one though that's definitely one i think you should consider yeah. let's go calgary at minnesota mm -hmm. minnesota without kirill kaprizov who's week to week and without Philip Gustafson, who has been playing better recently. Yeah. So probably we're looking at Marc-Andre Fleury starting. Yeah. Just played, his thousand, be in that. yeah. Just played his thousand thousandth game. A lot has both gone right and wrong for Minnesota recently. What are you thinking? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm leaning towards, again, I'm not picking a winner here. I'm leaning towards the over under and I'm leaning towards the under. As you mentioned, a big loss for Minnesota, and uh, hopefully he's back sooner rather than later. But Kirill Kaprizov yeah. took a pretty dirty cross check in the lower back area. I don't know if it did yeah. some damage to a rib, but I think initial reports are saying he's out only a week to two weeks. So yeah. hopefully he'll be back quick. But he's the engine there for that Minnesota Wild offense. He really stirs the pot there. He hasn't been gone off to the start that he probably would have hoped for this season, but he still got 30 something points. And I just think when I look at him being out, I'm looking at the under here in this game, under six goals, paying 1.91 to one Minnesota scored only two goals in each of their last two games. Uh, these teams have gone under the betting line in three of the last four head to head matchups. Um, so I just don't, I don't see a lot of goals here and they fail to exceed six goals in any of their last four games against each other when playing in Minnesota. So it's not like Lee, Lee, losing Gustafson is a huge loss. I think for Minnesota, I think flowers, and I think he might also be on the verge of tying or breaking a Patrick Waugh, not a record, but he's maybe getting there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, flower flower always, I mean, if you're going to have a backup, you can't go wrong with the flower. So I just think, these two Western Conference teams play a little hard hockey. Minnesota missing their best offensive player. I think it's going to be kind of a tighter game, and we'll see a 2-1, 3-2 win for one team or the other. So bet the under here. 
as a proud Philip Gustafson fantasy owner, I mm. will not take that slander. Uh, and as a proud Kirill Kaprizov fantasy owner, uh, please come back. Please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go Chicago at Nashville. Uh, does it get more boring than this game? I feel like the only exciting part about it is Connor Bedard, and that's sort of every game Chicago is involved in. Yeah, it's kind of nice to have that, though, right? I mean, if you don't have Bedard, yeah, I'd say that's very... Imagine Bedard was, like, injured or out with the flu or something. Then I'd be like, who's watching? But, like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's rare. I think it's rare in today's day and age to watch a game just for one player, and I think Connor Bedard is doing that for a lot of people in his rookie year. Uh, he's had just a lot of incredible moments. So I think he's a good reason to watch. Having said that his team sucks on the road, sucks <laughs> on the road. this year. I think, I think the word you're looking for is just this team sucks. Yeah. I don't it, think it, on the road. <laughs> they won some games here and there. They had that amazing win where he scored that awesome overtime winner. That's why yeah. I'm talking about boring teams. Like you watch Bedard, he had that N10 rush. There's a wicked camera angle. Was it against the jets? Um, yes. Last week, yes. Connor Hellebuck was just yes, unfounded. Yeah, overtime winner. The kid's just special, but they're terrible on the road. They're four fourteen and one. Only the Sharks have a worst road record in the entire NHL. So I Nashville at home, and I like them to win handily. I like them take them on the puck line to win by two goals or more. It's going to pay you one point nine five to one. Prez have won seven of the last eight meetings between these two teams, and four of the last seven games between the two by two goals or more. So it's a pretty safe bet. And on top of that, listen to this stat. The Blackhawks have lost nine of their last 10 road games by at least two goals. By two? So 90% oh, of the time in their last 10 games, <laughs> oh. they're losing by two goals or more. So at almost two to one odds, pick the Preds to win by two goals or more. If you want to make it more exciting for yourself, pick a Connor Bedard prop. Go with the over 0.5 points because He's been tallying points in almost every game lately. It's 1.65 to 1. He's got points in six of his last seven and eight in the, eight of his last ten. Uh, yeah, i am got to be honest. I don't know if I'll be tuning into this game. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a tough watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you if you get a glimpse at a Connor Bedard shift, if you just flip in channels, yeah. you, might, you might hang on to it for a little more. I may wait for the highlights. Let's be yeah. honest. If you had Forsberg <laughs> in your fantasy league instead of Kaprizov, you might be tuning in too if it's yeah. an 8-1 Preds win. So. Don't have him, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So, it, it, yeah, it, that's a tough one for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's go <laughs> Tampa Bay at Winnipeg. Um, I Again, two weird teams. Tampa Bay are both on the outs and not on the outs, and Winnipeg are massively punching above their weight right now, still missing Kyle Connor. Yeah. Do you like their odds? Do you like Connor Hellebuck against Andre Vasilevsky, who I assume will be starting for both of them? Yeah, I think those are the projected starters as of right now, but uh, I like I like Tampa, actually. I like the underdog on the road here. They're paying 2.15 to 1. <laughs> There's not a lot of reasons. I just kind of have a feeling here because Winnipeg has been playing exceptional hockey, exceptional yes. hockey lately. And they're really talking about punching above their rate. They're really one of the pleasant surprises in the NHL this year. They're having they a phenomenal season along with two really 
good surprises if you're in Canada are the Jets and the Canucks, two teams playing yeah. way above expectations. So I, ha I just have a feeling that Tampa will win here. They got embarrassed one exactly one month ago to, today to Dallas. They lost 8-1. Since then, they've been playing better hockey. They're 8-5. Tampa has to start winning and winning consistently if they're not going to be life and death to make the playoffs. And it seems yeah. crazy to even say, is Tampa going to make the playoffs? I just think they still got too many good players to miss out on the playoffs. Vasilevsky missed the first couple months with injury. He's playing his way back now. He's had games, so he should be rounding back into form. There's just too many good players here. I like Tampa to win. It's it's an upset. The odds are worth it at 2.15 to 1. I can't give you a lot of stats and trends about why to bet against Winnipeg because they've been so good lately. So it is more of a feel, and it's also a thing that Tampa has to start winning games and winning them consistently. So that's why, that's why I kind of like them here. We'll see. Jets are one of the stingiest teams in the league. We'll see how they contain Kucherov, who gets two points every game, it seems like. That's going to be a challenge. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but like you said, on the other side, Vasilevsky's playing, trying to play himself into form. Hellebuck is in form. He's a co-Vesna yeah. Trophy odds favorite with Thatcher Demko at BetMGM, 5-1 to one odds. Talking about teams playing above expectations, and, you know, show me a good coach, I'll show you a good goalie. And, the co-favorites in the Vesna Trophy odds are Thatcher Demko and Connor Hellebuck. So, yeah, uh, I think there's three coaches in the NHL who could also tell you that bad goalies usually mean bad coaches. Yeah, uh, so absolutely. It might come down to a battle of who wins that battle: Kucherov versus Hellebuck. I, yeah. I'm just gonna roll with the underdogs on the road here. A Tampa team that kind of needs to win two point one five to one, and in the long-term future odds. Nikita Khrushchev is still the second uh, shortest odds to win the Hart Trophy next to Connor McDavid, 4.4 to 1. And he's leading the Art, Art Ross race, obviously. He's been having an unbelievable season, and I hope Vasilevsky picks it up because I also have him in fantasy. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I know. I took a risk on him in the fourth round. It was, yeah. yeah. Well, well he'll pick it up in the second half, I think. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Might have been a bad bet. Let's go Florida at Arizona. Mm. This, these are two teams who have been playing well recently. Yeah, uh, they've both been playing well, but only one of them gets respect. Yeah, that's very true. Um, and I'm sure we're partially to blame for that, for clowning on Arizona all the time. But, you know, they're getting goaltending, which I don't know how they constantly turn out insane goalies. You look at Darcy Kemper, you look at Karel Vamelka, uh, Connor Ingram is Connor Ingram's in, a man now. He's been good this season. Aiden Hill, I think, was was he? Yes, yeah, he was with them for a bit. He was with Arizona. Yeah. Speaking they, of Vesna Trophy odds, I don't know yeah. where Connor Ingram is. I didn't check on it. But if Arizona makes the playoffs, that's a guy who should definitely get consideration because he's been excellent for them this year. He is twenty-three to one. Twenty-three to one. Wow, those are some sweet odds. Before we get into the future odds, I'm going to say I'm picking Arizona tonight. And while you said we said a lot of people slate them, and maybe we're partially guilty for that too, I've actually come to like and respect this Arizona team over the last month or so. They're they're playing good hockey. They're winning the games they're supposed to win. They came back against the Colorado Avalanche a couple weeks ago. They were down four yeah. nothing, and they won five four. Like people start. 
taking notice and give respect. They're at home to a Florida Panthers team that's only six points above them in the standings, and Arizona has a game in hand, and they're 2.45 to one underdogs. To win, they're paying 2.45 to one. So you know what? Give me Arizona. Give that's me the bad. Coyotes tonight. They're 12 at, and five at home this year. They got the seventh best home record in the NHL. Florida is basically a 500 team on the road. And in the Coyotes' last nine games at home, they're eight and one. They're eight and one in their last nine at home. Yeah, and they're paying 2.45 to one. Why? This team, if the odds makers aren't going to get give them the respect they deserve, then bet on them. Bet on them because it's found money. And it might not last for long if they keep going this way. So they've given up just 13 goals in their last 17 games. That's an average of less than two per game. They're paying, yeah. and you know what? In the long term, uh, we were talking about Connor Ingram for those Vesna trophy odds. In yep. a long-term market, to make the playoffs, Arizona's paying 3.4 to 1 right now. Wow. They're almost That's... halfway through the season. They're, they have the first wild card spot in the West, and they're paying 3.4 to 1. I kind of like that bet. Look, the Oilers are going to find a way to make it. I don't see them not making it. But I like this Arizona team to make the playoffs. Yeah, it's that's an interesting one. It's almost I don't know what we're gonna call it. I think we should call it the mullet flu. Um because eight and one in their last nine is really impressive. Yeah. Um including that insane comeback, as you mentioned, against Colorado. Yeah. They're a sneaky good team. They, they are the seventh best home record in the NHL. So they're getting contributions from uh, a lot of guys that you probably didn't expect as much from. Uh, and some guys can probably do more. Uh, I thought Logan Cooley was an under-the-radar Calder Trophy odds good pick. And I think he can he can do more than he's doing. But Lawson Krause, Alex Kerfoot, yep. uh, Clayton, Clayton uh, Keller, Keller. Has all, always played well. So they're, they've been a good team. And like you said, it, it starts and ends, though, with the goaltending. And they've been getting great goaltending, which helps them do a lot of Ws. Even their off-season acquisition of Sean Dursey has been playing oh, pretty yeah. well so far this Great season. Great trade for them. They didn't yeah, give up so, much at all for that. Today. I think it was like a second-round pick, which yeah. for them, they have infinite amount of those. They're the Golden, or not Golden State Warriors. They're the Oklahoma City Thunder yeah. of second-round picks in the NHL. So, yeah, that was a great trade for them. Yeah, all right, you. let's go New York Islanders at Colorado. This is either going to be the most boring game of the night or Colorado are going to put up goals. Boring. I, Connor, where are you going here, man? There's no game with Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr in it that's boring. There are when the uh, New York Islanders are playing we'll whatever see, system see. they run. Because... <laughs> this is the Devin Taves yes. revenge game, man. Devin Taves revenge game. We might be a little past that. Yeah. It was a few years ago, like at least a contract ago. Yeah. ago but... Yeah. Yeah, you're you're right. It is the Devin Taves revenge game, I guess. Yeah, the Avs are still reaping huge rewards and benefit. What a steal that was for them to get yeah. Devin Taves on the board. For like two second-round picks. Yeah, unbelievable. But I like the Avs here. I'm going to play it safe. They're only paying 1.57 to 1 on the money line, but I, I like them to win at home here. They've won six straight games at home. It, Avs have been kind of a funny team, losing games that they shouldn't at times this year. but. I just think at home here, it's the Isles won't be able to overcome the talent of this uh, Colorado team at home. Isles also have a couple demon out, um, Ryan Pollock and Adam Pellick. Pellick's been out for a bit. Yeah. Pollock just added to the injury list. So 
you don't you don't want to go. That's two of their top six guys. You don't want to play a team like Colorado without your best defenseman. No. They've lost three or four on the road. They've uh, Colorado's won three straight at home against the Islanders. Everything to me is pointing towards an Avalanche victory here. But I'm going to play it safe and just take them on the money line. No puck line bet here. Look, the Islanders, Matthew Barzell has been playing really well. So has Bo Horvat. And anybody who has Ilya Sorokin in net has a chance to win. But Colorado are just a different beast. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, they're just a different beast. Yeah. And they got your MVP favorite playing for them, right? Your Hart Trophy favorite for end of season? Yep. Uh, I thought I went with Kucherov. Oh, maybe your current. For one of them, you picked McKinnon, didn't you? Either end of I season picked, or right now. Maybe I can't remember. <laughs> he's five to one. He's third in the. That was a year ago. That was a year ago, George. Yeah, that's what it feels <laughs> like. He's third in the Hart Trophy odds at BetMGM. Player prop I like tonight though is Noah Dobson over zero point five assists. Um, pretty good odds. Okay. Paying one point nine to one. He's got twenty nine helpers in thirty six games this year, so he gets a lot of assists. At what at yeah. almost two to one odds, I think it's worth a bet. That's a guy that's played ex- extraordinary well for the Islanders this year. He kind of flies under the radar. He might be a Norris Trophy candidate come end of season. Another proud fantasy member of my hockey team. Oh, nice, uh, good pick, man. Noah Dobson and and Purcell. It's yeah. I'll pretend like I did it on purpose. <laughs> Let's go Philadelphia at Edmonton again. Edmonton are rolling. They've been much, much better of late. Calvin Pickard has sort of been helping them quite a bit. Um, they're either they're either rolling with wins or they're in a losing streak, right? Yeah. This is the other thing. They're winning eight in a row. They're losing four in a row. They're winning five in a row. They're losing seven in a row. Yeah, that's basically the Edmonton Oilers this season. Um, so they're rolling with the Ws right now, like you said. They are. And Philadelphia has been sneakily good, but also bad. Uh, Travis connecting has been playing pretty well, but what do you think about this game? Is this a guaranteed Edmonton win? No, no, no. no. Okay. No. Give me the underdogs. I'm taking the flyers. I'm taking the underdog here on the road. They're paying 2.45 to one. Philly is in the play in a playoff spot in the East pretty comfortably right now. And one of the reasons they've been there is because they've been doing something which a lot of teams and a lot of good teams haven't been doing. They've been consistent. They've been consistent all season. They have, they've only lost three in a row once this year. So once. right now they're on a two-game wow. skid. And I think they avoid the third straight loss again. This is a team that they play hard hockey. This is the type of team that will give a team like Edmonton fits. Good, hard-nosed players who play both sides of the game. And guys like Connect Me, like you mentioned, or Sean Couturier, um, roll out four lines, and they just play hard. So I like Philly this year. They're a v- really good road team. They have the seventh best road record in the league this year. They've taken four of the last seven from Edmonton. They always play Edmonton really good. And at those odds, I think why not? Edmonton is rolling. I think they've won five in a row, but might be the start of a losing streak here. They came back from a lar- long road trip, got a little rest, maybe got a little toasty on uh, New Year's Day. And I think they're primed for a loss here. And I like the odds. I re- like the odds a lot for a Philly team. I think Philly might have beat Edmonton already once this season. So um, I like the Flyers uh, here. You just you, you can't catch me betting against two of the best players in hockey and 
Leon Settle and Connor McDavid. Those two guys just, they can win games on their own and they're so good. <laughs> yeah. They're well, so speaking, good. Of, speaking of one of those guys, Dreisaitl, he had a great game in his last game. I think he had a three-point effort. They had a big 7-2 win. Was it against Anaheim? Probably. Year. That sounds about right. Edmund, they had a, or they had a big win. He had three points. Anaheim. But looking at the player props tonight, his point total is listed at 1.5 points. I like the under. So I'm going fully against oh. Edmonton here. It's not paying great money. It's 1.48 to 1. But did you know that Leon Dreisaitl, he had three points lat- that last game. In the nine games prior to that, he never had over a single point. Wow. He was on a yeah. nine-game points list streak? No, no. He had a one point. So the the point total oh, line okay. for him is 1.5 points then. So you might get a, I like the bet under there. So you might get a point. You still win money, 1.48 to 1. And he's only got over one point in one of his last 10 games, that being his last outing. Interesting. Yeah. Ah, uh, again, I don't know if you can catch me betting against Leandro. Well, uh, it's an it's an under the, yeah, most people aren't betting against the Oilers, but <laughs> I like the Flyers tonight. Sometimes you got to pick those value bets, Connor, and that's what I'm looking at here. Yeah, it's Probably you you have actual logic. I just have my brain. Uh let's go. Oh, that's a good <laughs> versus Vancouver at Vancouver. All Canadian matchup. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm playing the safe bet here. I'm taking the Canucks on the money line. Paying actually pretty good odds considering they're they're at home as one of the best teams in the league. And they're playing one of the worst teams in the league. They're paying 1.69 to 1 at Bet MGM just to win on the money line. So I like those odds quite a bit. Uh, Canucks are the third best home team in the West. Sens are the second word worst road team in the East. Canucks has won five of their last six at home. They won four of their last five against the Sens. Everything's pointing to a Vancouver victory here. Sens still kind of inconsistent so far under Jacques Martin since they fired DJ Smith. Um, so I like the Canucks on the money line here. I think it's uh, the best bet. Uh, but there are some uh, future props and odds to consider with these teams and players at BetMGM. But my bet for tonight is Canucks 1.69 to 1. Okay, I want to know these futures. I have well, a feeling I know who a couple of them will be because well, we've talked yeah. about them before. But Quinn Hughes is having such a good year that yeah. he's making an appearance in the Hart Trophy odds board now. So he's yeah, twenty-one to one long shot in the Hart Trophy odds, but I think I've said this before, and I'd say if the season were to end today and I got a vote, which I don't, Quinn Hughes would be my Hart Trophy pick. He would be my pick for okay. the, for the Hart Trophy winner. Um, obviously, we still have over half a season to go. He'll probably fade out, but at twenty-one to one, those are pretty amazing odds for a guy that would get a lot of votes right now. Better bet for him is the Norse Trophy, where he is the favorite at 2.1 to 1 odds. Thatcher Demko, who we mentioned with Connor Hellbuck early in the show, he's the co-favorite to win the Vesna Trophy at 5 to 1 odds at BetMGM. But a sneaky long-term odds bet, or I don't even know if it's sneaky or worth it. How do you think the rest of the Sens season is going to play out? Do you think they have a shot at the playoffs? The Ottawa Senators? Yeah. I don't like their odds in the Atlantic. I think if they were in any division in the West, I'd say potentially, but in a division where you have the Boston Bruins, Toronto Maple Leafs, Tampa Bay Lightning, 
and Florida Panthers to continually contend with and a resurgent Buffalo Sabres. That's, t- that's a tough one to really buy into. Right. Yeah. I just bring it up because they were a lot of teams pick out of the lower ranked teams to get that playoff spot this year. Obviously it's been disastrous, but they're seven yeah. to one to make the playoffs right now. If people think the Sens can make a run, get them while the odds are long. But if you don't, if you think it's just too tough in the East, don't touch it. But seven to one odds, if they start winning, those odds will only get shorter and you won't get as much bang for your buck. But if you want to stay away, then just stay away. They've started to get some goaltending recently, which does make yeah. you believe a little bit, just a little bit. It gives you a little maybe false sense of security. But, you know, you, Jacques Martin, he's been out of the game for a while, but, you know, maybe he can carry them into the first round of the playoffs. We'll see. Time will tell. It's a tall task. Let's it go. Is. Let's stick in the Atlantic in w- probably a guaranteed win for this team. Detroit at San Jose. How does Detroit not win this game? It should be a guaranteed win because San Jose, after a brutal start, was playing great hockey, and now they've gone in the dumpster again. San Jose's lost lost eight in a row to finish 2023. The last Yikes. seven of those losses came by two goals or more. So I'm playing it safe here. Pick the Red Wings on the money line, 1.55 to 1. But considering what I just told you with the Sharks having lost seven in a row by two goals or more, you it might be worth throwing down the puck line minus 1.5 for the Red Wings. That's paying 2.35 to 1. But um, I'm taking the safe play here. Take them on the money line, paying 1.55 to 1. Yeah, San Jose's just... If you take the middle portion of their season so far, it's been actually decent. <laughs> but the beginning and what they've just gone through right here, you can't you no. can't put any money on them. They got a couple injuries on the blue line too. Detroit's finally healthy after dealing with a ton of injuries in the month of December. December. And if they're going to make a run for the playoffs, if they want to be considering that playoff picture and add another player at the deadline after adding Patrick Kane a month ago, then they have to win games like this. They cannot yeah. afford to lose games like this. No. They blew a game against San Jose last month. I think they had a 4 nothing lead, and they lost 6-5 in overtime. So That's, it might have been 5 nothing. That's just some, unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, so they got to win this game tonight, so I would definitely count on them winning it. Uh, yeah, if they don't win this game, I think if you're a Detroit Red Wings fan, you should really, really start worrying. Sound because, the alarms. Sound the yes, alarms. sound the alarms. Uh, and potential James Reimer revenge game? Question mark. We're sticking with the revenge <laughs> I love game. All theme. these like uh, all these mid to no offense lower tier players we're talking about yeah. revenge games for, but uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Actually, I don't even know if he's in net. We'll see who's in net. I don't know who whoever is in net with Detroit. It's who's healthy, or they had like a three goalie <laughs> rotation going. Yeah, through. I think Alex Lyon might be getting the nod tonight, but who knows. Well, James can watch from either the press box or the bench, one of the two. And hopefully, if he isn't starting, he doesn't see the ice. Because if he does, that's a problem. (laughs) Let's go to our last game of the night. It's a good one. A very good one. Toronto at LA. A late game. 10.30 start, Eastern. Two potential cup favorites, although Toronto hasn't been as good as they should have been this season. And they're now down both of who they thought would be their starting goalies at the start of the yeah. season. 
with Dennis Hildeby and Martin Jones, their current tandem. What do you think about Toronto and LA? Do you think this game is close or do you think LA blows Toronto out so of the Is this water? a Martin Jones revenge game? Didn't he have a stint with the Kings? Did he? He might have started his career with them, actually. Pretty sure I think he, he did start his career with them. With him, but uh, yeah, well, Martin Jones is going to be playing tonight. You could be sure of that. And the Leafs haven't been playing as good as they should have this year. But let's face it, uh, I feel bad for the guy. Ilya Samsonov just. He was just losing them outright, losing them games. And I hope yeah. he goes down to the AHL and finds his game. I'm rooting for the guy, but he was just, they had, they basically had no options. I think they kept them in the NHL as long as they possibly could. And at this point, you just can't keep giving away points. So no. the last game he played against the Blue Jackets, if you were a Leafs fan, you were holding your breath every time Columbus took a shot on that. You just felt like it was going to go in. So. Another issue with the Leafs this year is they've been losing to teams that they should be beating, and yeah. they always play better teams better. So they're playing a very good LA Kings team tonight, a team that beat them in pretty embarrassing fashion in Toronto earlier this year, 4-1 in Toronto. So I think the Leafs respond here against a good team with a great effort. I like them as the underdogs on the road. They're paying 2.1 to 1. These teams have alternated wins and losses in their last five meetings. So if you think that means anything it's the Leafs turn now and the Kings for as excellent as they've been on the road this season they've been average at best at home they're seven six and four at home this season wow that's not a good record at all yeah and the Leafs are eight three and five on the road so I like Toronto in an upset here they've lost three in a row they should be playing some desperate hockey four losses in a row is quite a bit so they need a win. They should come out hungry, and they should be playing for that win. And we mentioned two possible Stanley Cup contenders. These teams both have pretty long odds for pretty good teams. The Leafs are 13-1. to one. And uh, Jacob, our partner's Stanley Cup favorite, the Kings, 14-1. to one. So Interesting. And that's well, a long-term market bet I like here. Yeah. Austin Matthews Hart Trophy, 11-1 to one odds. Get it while you can. My big takeaway from that was – Nine OT losses combined between the two teams. So I have a feeling this game is going to end up in overtime. <laughs> yeah, there's a good chance. There's a good chance. So when you're betting, make sure you pay attention to two. If it includes overtime results. don't Or just bet, bet the game to go to overtime. Yeah. You'll probably get odds between three and four to one, who, regardless of who wins. Just bet it to go to extra time. There you go. Well, George, I think that's all she wrote. Nice. Full sked tonight. Full sked. We got 13 games. Enjoy them. Uh, we're going early till late with the 1030 start. Thank you for listening. Please bet responsibly. Only bet what you are willing to lose. And we'll be back on Thursday for the next episode of the Hockey News Action Show. Happy New Year, and we will see you next time. Peace.